through the grasp And yep, I had you in my heart But I guess I relapsed Like I'm living for the wrong reasons Through the seasons Trying to fall for you But then they put me on blast It's like I try to speak my mind Because I know that I'm his And yep, I try to speak my mind But it don't fly with them kids Man, if I'm not talking about the newest Nikes or releases They put the mute on me I can't speak about my Jesus Like I'm living for him I'm slipping this in I turn around and make the amends I try to fit in I mess it up and stumble again I'm taking this pen And writing everything So I remember just how sweet that it is Yeah, man I got issues I can't even lie My only saving grace is knowing I got you inside I'm done with saving face I don't got a thing to hide So don't leave me alone Keep coming day and night So that's the question. Are we alone in the universe? And we take a stab at an answer up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, Corey wanted to talk about Aliens and UFOs, since all of comicdom is about aliens and UFOs, or radioactive aliens and UFOs, or godlike people <laughs> that eat planets, but they're actually aliens. And it all gets sourced back. Alright, so what is your big, big, I mean, what's the... What is, is it, the thrust? Yeah, is it... Do aliens exist, or what's what's the... I just think it's something to really consider. I mean... Like, whether or not they exist? Well, that for one, but I, I don't know. That's such a mood argument if you look at sheer numbers. What do you in mean, my sh- opinion. Sheer numbers. numbers. Is, as far as the size of the universe is concerned, the likelihood that life exists just based on volume and the volume of uh, matter in the universe, number of planets orbiting stars in the habitable zone... It stands to reason that there would be intelligent life. Now, whether or not we'll actually ever hear from them or see them, I mean, just because of the vast distances, it's Other very unlikely. Right. Well, one of the coolest things to consider is, is you know, when you're dealing with, like, time, um, there could be simultaneous intelligent uh, civilizations that are existing the same as we are, but we would never be able to communicate with each other in the slightest. Oh, you mean... Development-wise, neither one of us are at a stage where we're able to, like... It's just, if you, if we would somehow get to that stage, and I want to take out the, the, the possibility of, like, wormholes and stuff like that, even moving at the speed of light, it, it would be lifetimes. Before we would actually connect with one another. Right. So, is the assumption, then, that since the universe started at a specific time then whatever possible life forms are out there all would have had to have start at the same time therefore we're all at about the same I don't think development I don't stage. think it's that simple no because no, I think there were I don't actually have the you know data in front of me but there are a lot of star systems that formed a lot earlier on in the development of the universe right. that could potentially have you know developed intelligent life far sooner than ours. Ours is a relatively young planet in the grand scheme of things, but um, the, the likelihood that that life developed the same way that we did, or even can communicate in a way that we could understand is, is still pretty small. Did you guys I, see the arrival? Yeah. 
I did not. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool because it wasn't a life form, and their whole sense of communication was was awesome. Yeah. I think Stephen Hawking makes a good point. Like once you drop the notion that you know everything on our planet is a carbon-based life form. Once you drop the notion that it's possible that a non-carbon-based life form could exist, it kind of just opens up in a bunch of doors. Yeah. 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 And, you know, there's nothing really saying that carbon-based life forms are the most efficient form of life right. or that, you know, the amount of time it took for us to develop into these intelligent beings may be uncommon. It may be a lot shorter. It may be a lot longer. Um, it's also possible that there have been civilizations that developed past our point, but because of their technology or their incapability of taking care of their home planet, they could just, have, just be gone. I mean, they'd right. be wiped out by now. Well, that's that's an one theory. Like, it's there's some I forget the equation's name, but it's you know a lot of times once you get intelligent life forms, it's almost it's it's likely that somehow the the, the civilization destroys itself. Yeah, I've and uh, seen such a thing. Yeah, it's just. They could have existed and we they're gone already. You know, when we're looking at a star in the sky, we're actually seeing the light coming from it. Who knows how many thousands of years. Or millions. Or, yeah, or millions <coughs> yeah. of years away. The main reason this, I brought this up because I may, have, or may or may have not been watching some episodes of Ancient Aliens the other day. <laughs> a great source of facts. No, it's not. Alternative facts. I, I, I just love with ancient aliens where every single person they bring in for like a witness or, or science or and it's always that weird aliens guy yeah. who is an author of science fiction <laughs> novels and like yeah. there every once in a while you'll get you'll get a, a physicist and it's just like, yeah, wormholes, they're cool and that's about it. That's all he, all he says. Um, but for like aliens to visit us people have to like realize what that means it, I, I firmly believe that there is other life in the universe not necessarily intelligent life but I find it very very hard to believe there's not some type of cellular life considering um, uh, what's the name the, the water the water bear that the, lives on the oh, ISS yeah, yeah. they found them living on the outside of the ISS this is a cellular life form mm-hmm. truck oh, I forget the name wait explain that again they found who found what what are they called? The uh, they're, 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 they're tardigrade. Tardigrade. Yeah. Yeah. A tardigrade is a is from Earth, uh, and somehow it got on to the outside. Wait, of what the, is it? It's a ti- it's, a, it's a, a microscopic aquatic creature. Oh, okay. That can basically it can be dehydrated completely, and and be in that state for I think ten years was what they did. It's at surviving one point. in the vacuum of space, and then rehydrated and comes back alive. Yeah, and they've been surviving in the vacuum of space as well. Um, okay, so they found one of these on the outside of the of International Space Station. They they're, they're from Earth, but the fact that they're living on the outside means that it could be possible that cellular life could, you know, brought transit here. the vacuum of space from one planet to another. Hmm. Okay. So, so we were in the primordial phase where then asteroids could have crashed into the world. And oh, yeah, like a chunk of space rock could have done a flyby of the planet and taken chunks of it with it and then right. microbes on it that then landed on another planet or is continuing to careen through space. But Floyd, you, what, what, what do you have to contribute? What do you think? I'm unclear about what we're 
what the question is. There was no question. I just wanted to have a discussion. Oh, just to talk about it. Okay. Uh, and well, I'm curious on the bridge here. Okay. Uh, well, one, I I am totally open to and believe the possibility that there could be life on other planets. Um, I keep getting pushed towards the not likely only because there should be some level of evidence. Granted, with all the things we said about depending on how they, they developed, or uh, there could have been whole civilizations that developed and went extinct mm -hmm. on all other planets way before we even, you know, or started. thought were there. But I guess if they are get to the point of, of space travel, doesn't have to mean like going from galaxy to galaxy or whatever, but just even orbiting their planet, putting satellites up, that kind of thing. Um, we, uh, and I only go from, you know, most things we know, we can only go from our own experience, what we know, what we've learned. So going on what we have done as a culture uh, and as a planet, not only have we put satellites on, we put so much other junk into space. Yeah. But, but see, detecting put that... put a lot of junk into our own solar system. Right. But detecting that from interstellar distances is really, really difficult. The only thing that we're likely to, to detect is radio signals. If, yeah, and well, who's to say they even went that route with their technology? Right. Who's to say they did? But if they did, if their space... I don't know what the word is to say when they reach the stage of space travel. Spacefarers. Spacefarers or whatever. Then there are even... You know, before we put men in space, we were putting junk into space just to test the capabilities of putting men into space. And even though it is hard to see, we do have the capability, and we do, and we're constantly looking into other systems. But it's not what you think. It's not like we can just look right into it. We're seeing, like, wavelengths of light, light and learning how, like... Aren't, we're taking pictures of other planets of and the, other systems. Most of right? the habitable planets that we're finding are only detectable by wavelengths of their light. Well, I'm not talking about just habitable, because we're limiting habitable, like we said, to just carbon-based life forms, but just pictures of other planets oh, overall. See. We have, I mean, it's really difficult to take a picture of a planet, because you're pointing a camera at something trillions and trillions of miles away, uh, that's also right next to a star, which is the brightest thing in the galaxy. So, I mean, like, it's really difficult to even... I don't even know that they have clear pictures of planets. It's, it's, it's we didn't impossible. Have a, we didn't have a clear picture of Pluto, which is in our own solar system, until we did a flyby yeah, until a couple what? years ago, yeah. Voyager. Okay, because I'm what my understanding is, and what I'm seeing on the internet is, oh, we found other pictures of... No, here's, those pictures are all artist artist's renditions. Yeah, we don't have clear pictures of other planets, habitable or not. We don't know what color they are, we, we don't know anything. We can't even focus on Pluto from Earthbound. Or, or orbital telescopes. Now we are about to design a telescope that sees infrared light instead of like normal light. Uh -huh. So we'll be able to see a lot more stuff, but it's only going to be in one color. And we'll be able to measure like they can tell that water is on a planet just by how the light reflects off the planet. Mm -hmm. It's a I don't understand the logistics of it. It's really I cool, just, actually. That, just, was, that was one of the um, Cosmos episodes. Right. I just know that they can. Basically, when you break light down into the, into the visible spectrum, uh, chemicals will block certain parts of that spectrum. So if you look at the spectrum, it looks like a rainbow, but if you zoom in on it, you know, it's, it's thousands of different colors, one after the other, and you also have these black lines that are represented by chemicals blocking different wavelengths of light. 
And that's the only way they're able to tell the chemical makeup of distant planets is because the wavelengths of light coming off that planet and what is blocked. That's really kind of awesome. And it was discovered mostly by accident. A lot of things in this well, kind yeah. of field are discovered <laughs> by accident. But yeah, to say that we have clear pictures of planets outside our solar system, we don't. I mean, no, every, don't. everything you would see on like internet articles and stuff is there, our best guess based on the wavelengths of light as to what we think the planet looks like. But no, there's no, I mean, we can't, we can't get a clear picture of planets, the f most distant planet in our own solar system, let alone ones that are across the galaxy. Now, I do want to bring one well, thing Well, hold up. on. We are getting pictures from, and I forget the name of it, the whatever satellite that they sent out that went out. Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. It's, yeah. It How just, far out is that now? It's it, past the, uh, uh, the or, 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 well, it, or, what's the second? <laughs> Cupier belt. It's past the Cupier belt. Is it? I it thought is. it was into the Cupier because the Cupier belt. No, I think it's out of the Cupier belt. Well, it passed Pluto what two years ago? Yeah, and oh. so now it's traveling towards interstellar space. Our solar system technically goes out as far as the Oort cloud, which is, I think, as far as it will ever travel in our lifetime. Uh, the Oort cloud is huge, and it's where comets and things come from. Now, <laughs> that it's not supposed to still be sending us data, but it still is. Well, like it was supposed to have died quite some time ago it's but still, it's still going it's still picking up power from the sun and it's there's nothing to slow it down because it's in a vacuum so so it's just going to keep going until something stops it yeah yeah until it hits something crashes or yep and if it sends us data back about that that would be really cool that would be intense so we'll continue after the gym after after <laughs> our workout we are back for part two of our aliens podcast aliens just like the meme and uh, we are about to get a guide of from Pastor Floyd on how it could connect to actual things in the Bible. So take it away. Uh, we will try to stay quiet and interject when given permission. But this is going to be a cohesive story. All right. Well, feel free to interject. But the, the most... Here's the biggest problem that non-Christians have with Christians and is that they think that non-Christians, or non-Christians believe lots of Christians just throw science out the window when it comes to stuff like this. And they think they just stick to this book that was written and they're not like looking at reality. And a lot of non-Christians believe that Christians don't believe that the Bible leaves room for the possibility of life on other planets. And there's a whole big discussion that could go into that. Uh, a lot of things that we won't have time to cover because we have a short ride from the gym back to the house. But one of the main things is uh, just the vastness of space. Uh, another thing is the age of the universe, like we were talking about, the development, the time it would take, or the development of other cultures, some that could have you know, gone extinct, killed themselves, blown themselves up or whatever. Uh, or other ones that are at the same stage as us or a different stage than us. Um, and a lot of people tie that into the age of the universe. And so they hold that as a, here's why Christians don't think there's aliens on other planets. That plus the whole aspect that they seem to think that there's no room in the Bible for anyone else that God created except for us. So the easiest one to answer first is that one. 
because the Bible doesn't say that we are the only people that God created. The Bible is specifically written so that humanity would know that God created them. Not dealing, it doesn't say that there is or isn't life on other planets and it doesn't remove the possibility for life on other planets as many as lots of people think it does it, it just it, there's nothing in the bible that says that it's not possible for god have to created life on other planets so it's never even mentioned no. it's it's never mentioned or it's never discussed if you can think of if you sit down with your parents and say where did we come from and so they pull out pictures of your family pictures of where you used to live pictures of your family migrating from another country to the united states and go back all the way as far back as they can go uh you know however many years they can go um that doesn't mean that there's not life anywhere else they're only revealing to you here's where you come from here's your life here's your grandparents here's your great-grandparents so god's role in having the bible or not God's role, but one of the reasons that the Bible exists is to reveal to humanity that God created humanity and God's purpose and plan for humanity and God's redemptive plan through Jesus Christ. So in revealing that plan, there was no need for, and there is no part in it where God says, here's what's going on in other parts of the universe, because it's not relevant to what he was trying to communicate to humanity through the Bible. So, using that kind of logic, could he have done the same for another species somewhere else? Absolutely. So that would make logical sense. It would make logical sense, and if you think of the fact that, number one, you know, heaven, God says that there's a physical heaven. There's, so a, there's that, an that actual could, place. The dimensions. Then right. you get into yeah. the, the existence of dimensions, and if there's the existence of dimension, and if you read the Bible, it leaves room for all these other, I mean, we see animals and we think, wow, there's weird looking animals. When you go to other countries, you see animals that aren't in your country and you think they're weird looking. But the Bible describes beings that are one spiritual and others that are physical that have, that, that we can't even comprehend. So then a lot of people dispute them. Well, this can't be real because it's describing a creature that could never exist. Is that kind of like, Revelations things being described. Well, not even just the Revelations throughout oh, the Bible. The one but, I can yeah. think of on top of my head. But yeah, there's creatures described in Revelations that we think of angels as these big, powerful, either men with wings and swords or women that look like Roma Downey. But <laughs> no, what, they're actually described as having multiple wings, multiple and, heads, and heads of, being heads on of fire, yeah. multiple <laughs> claws, and, and 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 multiple heads and wings and heads that look like. It describes these animals, but it's not. And and when it gets to describing some of the demons, um, it, it goes even even to more detail, and they look more weird. And so that's why a lot of people say, "Well, this can't be real because there are no creatures that look like that." Well, not on this plane of existence, but or this planet, or, or this planet. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. So again, we're limiting ourselves to our experience. So. Uh, there's definitely the possibility of life on other planets because God's already describing life in another plane of existence. So there's definitely... For mine, I, I mean, I'm open to the possibility, but again, like I said, I just... How come we haven't seen it yet? But, you know, there's a lot of logical reasons we're why we haven't. We're young species. Yeah. Well, yeah, we are too. Our detection equipment is not... 
that great. And yeah. You know, our planet, it, it, what's, what's, the, what's the age of the planet now? It's Current estimate point, is around 4.5 4. 4. 4. 5 billion years. Yeah. And so, that's... That's young. Well, that's one of the other reasons a lot of people dispute, you know, the Bible. Is there's this huge debate about the age of the Earth. I, I think it's a horrible debate because what... And I know everyone references, you know, God built the universe and everything in seven days, correct? Or, or six, six days, days and a day of rest. What are six days to a supreme being like that? It's just like, I think it's a moot argument. Well, for me personally, I do believe he built in the six days. Here's the problem we have. Nowhere in the Bible, I don't think it's a, would you say a horrible debate? I just think it's a moot point debate like yeah. I, think it's, it's I don't think it's even a debate because nowhere in the Bible does God say here's when I started this so there is no there's no point of reference no point, point, of, no reference point of reference to, age, to yeah. go back and say now what people do is they say well um, your parent was this age and then that parent was this age when they had kids and that parent was this age when they had kids and you can only do that because there are specific points and I actually went through and and like timed it mapped it out yeah. mapped it out back to Adam and Eve right yeah uh, you can do that from Adam and Eve to the flood and I forget the exact it was 2000 something years from Adam and Eve to the flood so you can do that after that you can't quite do it for too long because then you're not giving specifics hmm. then you're giving generalizations about you know my elder or my grandfather or my father and they're using verbiage that can't be specific about whether it's father or grandfather was this age so you can't be specific and that even doesn't tell us you know the, the specific there's not enough information to do it right. so you can go from point A to point B and say this is the time between point A and point B with specificity and I forget how long it was 2000 something years I forget I have it written down somewhere because they say this person um, had a child at age 30. That child lived 40 years and then they had a child. And that child lived, you know, 22 years and then they had a child. So that's specific. You can count those number of years from point A and that will take you up to that. But there's nothing that says, what people are trying to do is they're trying to look and say, my grandmother sat down and she said she had a grandfather who had, you know, a grandfather who had a grandfather. We don't know how old they were, but based on that, here's when our bloodline started. I mean, that, I mean, there's no information to say it. And one of the biggest debates, and people aren't, aren't really, well, I don't want to get into the big debates, but there's just not. Mention it. A, Mention it so we, no. can, we can talk about it next Well, there's podcast. just not enough information to have that it's not a debate it's not something you can debate because there's not enough information and nowhere in the bible does it say 6,000 yeah. years that's that's a someone's computation and reasoning that they used and you know um, okay great but there's no specifics about how old the earth is so we can't argue about how old God says the earth is and Christians should be saying the earth is because God doesn't say that we can argue about how old this professor who came up with that calculation says it is, but just because he says it doesn't mean that God said it. That'll be on the next podcast.
<laughs> but there's there's nothing in the Bible that precludes the existence of life on other planets or elsewhere in the universe. Uh, there's a lot of information in the Bible that would lead you to believe that the possibility is there. And I, I'm, I'm totally open to the possibility. I just, I think anything else is theory and speculation. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what it is until somebody pops up or something pops up from another planet. It, it's a theory that yes, there is life out there. It's speculation. Uh, if you're, you know, theorizing without any facts or data or, or anything. Well, there's no solid proof. All we can do is just do a formula that says it's likely. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, and I'm totally open to the possibility, and I, 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 I want to lean towards it's, it's true, just the geek in me would love it to be true. I would love it to be legitimate. Like, that would be, that would be groundbreaking. It would change things. In, in a very, very interesting way that, you know, could go anywhere. Um, I, I think a lot, one cool thing is, you know, I, I gotta try and word this correctly. So, if a very, very technologically advanced race, you know, found us, what would, what, what would you think they would do? Well, if you look historically... Historically, they'd want to stomp us. Yeah, what has happened any time a technologically superior race has encountered a lesser race? They took it over. The lesser race either becomes a part or they're destroyed. Yeah. But that's only when they want something from them. Uh, no. I but if they're coming here, wouldn't they be wanting something from us? Well, no. If you're exploring and you come across... Like, if you're exploring and you come across a tribe of or village on some island, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have much for food. They don't have much for resources. They don't have much of anything that you want or need you'd probably just leave and, and continue on your exploration I mean you might get to know them but if they have oh you know what we could use this land mm -hmm. or they there's a resource on the land that we want see I think you're or missing. there's something that they're planting or some type of food that oh my gosh we could get you know how much money we could get for this coffee that these animals are I, pooping I think, out I think <laughs> it's possible we might be the resource or if they yeah. say yeah Slavery. Slavery. This is this would be or pretty women, <laughs> sex, slavery. In a, but given that we look anything like them in the first place, I mean, yeah, yeah. But if there's unlikely. absolutely nothing that we have of value to them, then you would just be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is nice, and you'd move on. You're not going to waste your time. Race, right? Um, I just find it harder to believe that they would be. Helpful or want to help us, or I, I don't think it's gonna be like that. I what mean, if it's an alien version of a missionary? I mean, that'd be great. I, I would they love might. that. Just, like I if just, they want to just bring technological enlightenment to lesser races or something. I mean, that's a possibility. That's a lot of what a lot of like alien theorists think. Like, if we are being visited, it's scouts checking our progress to see if we're really at that level to be introduced into some type of galactic thing, federation, or whatever word you want to use. <laughs> well, we've taken called a few Star, It's called Starfleet. Or the Empire, if they just want to take us over. Oh, Either yeah. way. But uh, here's, here's the last thing I'll throw this out, and I just forgot it. Oh, it was this. So from a biblical perspective, because we were talking about the amount of energy it would take for inner, inner space travel, inner dimension, not inner dimension. Interstellar travel. Interstellar, interstellar travel, travel and all that stuff. From a biblical aspect, 
Um, and again, it's just from a biblical aspect. Uh, there's no limitation from God's perspective, not necessarily from our human perspective, but from God's perspective and also some of the spiritual beings, there's no physical limitations uh, that would prevent them from moving in ways that they're not bound by our... They aren't locked our, in the fourth dimension like we yeah, are. Yeah, the fourth yeah. dimension is our upper right. upper right. barrier, but for a higher dimensional being, time would just be yet, yet one more spatial dimension rather than how we envision it as... Right, so in, there are... The Bible in talks the about people moving, you know, appearing, moving from one place and appearing in another place miles away, and actually there's references of humans doing it through God's power, so... That doesn't pose a limit on, like, oh, they, you know, we're... So it's totally possible that that type of travel is... We're limited by our reality and what we experience and what we're capable of, but from a biblical perspective, that's not a limit, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. We're done... Aliens out. Do you know they're remaking Aliens, the original one? No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. They're making Aliens Covenant. It's no, they're remaking... Are you sure? No, they're remaking I'm, Aliens. No, they're not. Since when? No, they, they're making two new Aliens movies. One's Alien Covenant. They're making another one after that. Alien I, Covenant takes place before the original Aliens movie. I thought they were making a whole new one because they were saying someone was going to play Sigourney Weaver. No, someone's <laughs> supposedly playing Sigourney Weaver in Alien Covenant. Okay, Aliens Covenant. Right. Uh, I don't know. She's, I don't know any actresses that look like Sigourney. I didn't think any actresses that look like Mar Mothma either. That's a good point. And on that note, <laughs> uh, we're out.